And once more, on this ninth day of the Novena, we pause and we turn a moment to consider our Blessed Lady, having spent the last seven days considering one by one the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And again, I would be remiss if I did not point out one more time how that beautiful prayer which we just prayed, naming the gifts of the Holy Spirit, doesn't just list them, but explains them. So that as we call out for the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we also have an understanding of what they are and what they do in our lives. But once again, we who unite in this novena with Our Lady, just like the early church did, do well to pause and consider her under that beautiful title, Queen of All Hearts, which implies Queen of your heart and Queen of my heart, too. What a beautiful idea that is, the Queen of All Hearts. On the one hand, because her heart, much like the rose, is the queen of flowers, in that there's something about its beauty, its perfection, which is the very best of what it is to be a flower, according to the poets. So Our Lady's heart is the very best of all a human heart can be. But she also has an authority over our hearts, because a queen with no authority is no queen. And so Our Lady is not just that one with the purest and best of hearts. She is also one with a certain authority that can influence and shape and develop our hearts. And how wonderful that is. Because as St. Augustine so beautifully reminds us, Our Lady conceived our Lord in her heart before she conceived him in her womb. She conceived him first in her heart and then in her womb. And the truth of the matter is, and the Lord abided in her womb only a short time, nine months, but he never left her heart. This is the heart that always bears Christ, the heart that always listens to Christ the heart that always beats in time with the beating of the sacred heart of Christ himself. And it is in and through this heart of Our Lady that the Holy Spirit did his greatest work, which is the incarnation of the Lord. This is why, then, Our Lady is so important for us who want to receive the Spirit in his fullness who want to receive again the gifts of the Spirit in a renewed vigor. Because where Our Lady is present, the Holy Spirit comes and works more effectively, more gloriously, more beautifully, and more completely. Small wonder then that Father de Montfort loved to name her not just spouse of the Holy Spirit, but queen of all hearts. Queen of all hearts, being the heart where Christ himself is pleased to make his throne. And that heart, when it is present alongside and within our own, that the power of Christ and the movement of his spirit draw near to us with an intimacy that is unspeakably great. Father de Montfort writes, in fact, 
When the Holy Spirit, her spouse, finds Mary in a soul, he hastens there and enters fully into it. He gives himself generously to that soul according to the place it has given to his spouse. One of the main reasons why the Holy Spirit does not work striking wonders in souls is that he fails to find in them a sufficiently close union with his faithful and inseparable spouse. 